Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOpen.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted you are here with us today. We have a very special guest with us today. We have with us Miss Rachel McLeod. She is a mental health therapist and an emotional wellness coach. She is also the creator of an eight-week intensive program called Inner World Transformation. And she is going to talk to us today about how she helps others do brain work to help them resolve anxiety and depression and any issues that those anxiety and depression issues cause around their life. So I cannot wait to get started talking to her today to see how she's helping people. Hi there, and welcome to Wake Me Up, the podcast where morning people are made. I'm your host, Tyler. Wake Me Up is based on one simple fact. How you start your morning dramatically affects the rest of your day, both your productivity and your happiness. And Wake Me Up is designed to be a one-stop shop for a great morning. By using Wake Me Up and changing your morning routine, you can change your life. Instead of hitting the snooze button over and over or scrolling through a sea of negative news and judgy social media, just press play on an episode of Wake Me Up. You can even start every episode from bed if you want. Most episodes blend mindfulness and meditation, some simple yoga or stretching, and send you off with a motivational bit. If it's morning for you right now, go ahead and pick out an episode. If not, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. And either way, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. Welcome to the show today, Rachel. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, I um, really love that you are helping people with anxiety and depression because we know that after COVID that there has mm -hmm. definitely been a rise in anxiety and depression. And personally, um, my own children have experienced depression in their own life. So I know how very traumatic it can be to an individual and how much it affects their life. So I love that you're working with people and that you're helping them to resolve that. Before you get started telling us how you do that, why don't you give us a little bit of a background about you? How did you get started doing this? Yeah, I really, I kind of stumbled my way into it. I think it called me and pulled me along the path. Um, I became a therapist uh, very quickly after graduating from my master's in social work, and I was helping people uh, recover from substance abuse, addiction and use and abuse. And um, that's what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to be helping people, but I was not really very good at that coming out. And I really was not getting the results that I felt that they deserved. And so um, I was laid off <laughs> and pregnant and I could not get another job. And so my husband was because people were just like, I could only see my belly. Um, and um, my husband's like, why don't you stay home with the kids? And so I did. And um, I, it, I thought that would be awesome, a dream come true. And so I was starting that and I really started having mental health issues. And then those issues became mental health crises. And it basically shut my entire life down. I 
was diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder, which was just the tip of the iceberg of a complex childhood trauma and developmental trauma that I had been experiencing and generational trauma. And um, I hear I had three small children and a massive mental health crisis on my hands. And I, one of my kids was having um, a, a physical issue. And so we were doctor hopping and I finally got off the beaten path and went to this energy person and they did all these things. And he this problem resolved in three days. It was awesome. But she told me, she, she handed me this intervention called emotional freedom techniques. And she said, try this. It will change your life. And so I went after my symptoms. I just, I, I tried it for the first time on the insomnia I had because she, she was magical to me. And I was like, I'll do whatever you tell me. Um, and I tried this on myself for insomnia. I was racing thoughts at night and I started tapping through once I took this deep breath and I was like, or yawned, I yawned. And then I did it again. And it takes about 30 seconds and I fell right to sleep. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, what else can I try this on? And I started going after each symptom and started resolving them. Um, all, all of my obsessive, all of my obsessions, I started using this intervention with them and they would go away and I would have mental freedom to do what I want instead of having to do the compulsion part of the obsessions. And, um, and then it was just, I like, it just felt all this freedom. And I felt like this is, this is, this works. And, and then after doing more healing with my life, I came out of this mental crisis, mental health crisis. And, um, I was just so much healthier and so much more farther along, um, in my social development, all these different things. And I was like, I wonder if I can help somebody else with this. And so I did. And so it just really started growing from there. Cause I didn't know if it would work for other people the way it worked for me. And so I, I just in the experiment tried that and it did. And then I was like, I wonder if I could help someone resolve a whole, dis a whole a disorder because after doing this work, we would break through different anxiety pieces and, um, but they'd still have their anxiety disorder. And I was like, this is not acceptable. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I went after that and it turned out that I could. And so, and then I was really helping other people resolve their disorders. And, um, and then I was like, I wonder if we could do this faster. So then I got the idea to start teaching people how to do this work themselves. And, and then we would divide and conquer and I'd have them do that layer of the work. And then we would do this layer. And then I'd eventually teach them how to do the work I was helping them do. And pretty soon there were coming out with these advanced skills um, that were, that are, I had developed along my journey. So I, I didn't get them in their training for therapists. I don't know if therapists are taught this stuff. It's just I, stuff I learned that was needed along to complete the journey, the, the anxiety crisis or the anxiety disorder. Um, and so that's really where I'm at now. And that's why I've developed that, the program and uh, that I walk my, my therapy clients through, my coaching clients through, um, and that I've now recently made available as a self-study option um, because it's just, it, 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 this is phenomenal. And this is these are the results I really wanted people to get. And it's, it's really um, phenomenal to be in this place to really help people reach their goals. And, you know, like what your whole podcast is titled awaken your inner awesome. That's really what we find when we resolve these symptoms of anxiety, depression, and traumatic stress. There, there are places where the brain tells us I I'm stuck. I can't do this piece right here. And then we, we really can find that and follow those to the root issues, heal them. And then we become more of who we're supposed to be. We become a higher functioning part of ourselves, And that is really where that inner awesome comes 
where we, we really can step into our dream life. We can step into healthier and deeper relationships and connection. And it's, it's, I, I do the, the brain work for resolving anxiety, depression, traumatic stress, but it's really all this other amazing stuff really starts to happen. The brain can finally do those things. So that's how I got here. <laughs> well, I love that. And I love that you use EFT. Um, I think it's a wonderful technique, but maybe there are some people out there listening who really don't understand what it is. So maybe you could give yes. us a little brief overview of what EFT actually is. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. Um, uh, so EFT is stands for emotional freedom techniques. There's another EFT out there and it is not this <laughs> So emotional freedom techniques. And it is an intervention that uses the body's meridian system to help healing happen. And I thought this was the only intervention around. I was like, everyone needs to do this intervention. Um, but I have since been trained. I've taken trainings on multiple different interventions. And I found that it's not the intervention that's so awesome. It is really the brain that is so amazing. But um, the brain really has difficulties processing negative emotions, which means negative experiences, um, because those negative emotions can register as pain in the brain. And then you have the survival system jumping in and stopping healing from happening. And so when we're, are the rest of us is trying to like, Hey, let's, let's get this stuff processed. But that part of the brain is like, no. And so, um, and that part of the brain can override all the decisions. And so when it says the healing process gets shut down, it does. And so these interventions really work wonderfully because they're, they're body interventions. That's what the survival system is listening to. Its job is to keep the body alive. And so it wants, it's receiving information from the body all the time. And we're going to live or we're going to die. We're going to live or we, is, are we safe or we're not safe. And so when you can use the, the body to send the signals to that part of the brain that, Hey, we're safe. We're okay. You can let healing happen. It responds quickly, even though the body may be sending all this information, this negative energy that would naturally register as pain because we are also sending this calming and this, this, this safety signal to the, to the brain, to that part of the brain, it will join in the healing party and let healing happen. And then really because the brain is electrical, all of a sudden, all this information and all this energy and emotion is able to make it to the front of the brain. And that's really where we get to create all these new programs for ourselves, And we get to release emotion and we get to process and heal and, and really combine all that with who we are and be more of who we are. So just with these interventions, they really specifically help the whole brain work together on the healing projects. And because the brain is electrical and fast, it, it really, we can really resolve things very quickly, like panic attacks or, um, you know, somatic distress, which is that distress that shows up in your body, like your stomach or tension in your shoulders or that tightness in your chest or fluttering in your chest because of sadness or fear or whatever. Um, but these interventions like emotional freedom techniques, I also teach, um, thought-filled therapy, which is another tapping meridian based intervention. I also teach energy medicine, which has to do with multiple different energy systems and EMDR, which is one of the most popular trauma and interventions in the country, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And so these are the ones I use and am familiar with using to really and, and what I teach people to use for, to, for self-application so that they can help their brain when their brain needs help, how their brain needs help in the moments when it needs help, because 
it's one thing to work in an office with me or virtually, but that's, but your brain is having problems in your life. And so it's really, I think it's important to equip people with some tools to work with their brain where their brain needs it. And so that they can really resolve that and clear that stuff out so they can show up for conflict if they're afraid of conflict or they can, um, they can do the things they need to do, set boundaries, communicate themselves understand, hear themselves, different, different things that we need to do to be able to function and to be able to thrive. But because we keep having these survival states or these, this anxiety showing up, it's very difficult to have healthy conversations while our stomach is in knots, you know, or, or, you know, accomplish our focus when we're in the middle of a panic attack that it just, it's very difficult to do those two things at the same time. And the brain of course wants to go take care of the the problem, the, the ache in the stomach, the panic attack. And so when we get the brain off of that, it's, it can really move forward and resolve those symptoms. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. And you know, the thing about it too, is when people are experiencing the panic attacks or they're experiencing depression and anxiety, it's hard to be motivated to really move forward in life. And so I find that a lot of people get stuck and they're in a place where They just don't want to try to tackle new things or be creative because I think the brain is kind of blocked off from that creativity when it's focused on all of the negative things in your in your mind. And I think it's interesting, too, because when people experience trauma, especially when it happens at a young age, they tend to get stuck in certain behavior patterns because that's where the trauma happened. And so Mm -hmm. it's important to then go back and to heal that and to treat it so that you don't stay stuck in those same behavior patterns because you end up with fear-based thinking patterns where exactly you're always you always have your walls up you're always looking for the shoe to drop you're always looking for everything that's going to happen to you because this happened to you at a young age and so i think a lot of people walk around in survival mode absolutely absolutely uh, a lot more than we really understand. And really, um, sometimes I think it's important for people to understand that, but a lot of times I like to just get to work because when people start understanding that they can become very overwhelmed and that can shut them down further. Um, but it's, it's so true when we, when we start to tune in to what our survival system is doing, one, it can be overwhelming, but two, it really, once we learn how have some successful experiences working with that part of our brain, it's, it, it really makes it less scary and it makes it like, oh, my survival system is all up in arms and let me see how I can help. And we always can help. That part of us is, is really standing by to, to be interacted with. But that's one of the challenges of early childhood trauma is that the, the brain doesn't get to complete its whole cycle of healing sometimes, um, sometimes, and mostly because we don't have enough support or we don't have the right kind of support, especially um, in if you have early childhood trauma because of, of a parent that's not emotionally well or um, different things going on in, with parents and the parents don't know how to help your nervous system, which is through hugging and soothing and comforting. Right. Sometimes parents just make it worse, which means that your nervous system is learning. If I get dysregulated, it's just going to go bad. And so we have these patterns of, of wanting to avoid when getting dysregulated and having emotions, because we know we're just going to lose control and fly off the handle. But really, especially when that's the case, we really need to be able to start working with the nervous system and teach you that, Hey, when you go up, you can come back down and regulate. 
And then when you go up again, you can come back down. And these tools really give you the opportunity to do that because your survival system really listens to those. It responds so quickly to that. And so these old patterns of nervous system dysregulation um, that needing to be on guard all the time, that's, that's, that lets us know our nervous system is up. Right. And so when we find that, and if we intervene and we can bring it back down and calm, which we can using these interventions within two minutes, um, two to five minutes sometimes, but um, we, we, we feel a, it, we're teaching it. We we're getting to interact with this brilliant equipment that we have and it's learning, it's learning quickly. And so really it, it, and that can change your life to come out of that heightened state of dysregulation and come down. But also a lot of times we feel like, because we have this childhood, you know, of not meeting our emotional needs that we're just stuck like this. And it's not the case at all. We have, um, we have, our brain is ready to rewire for health and wellness and for greater and greater health and wellness all the time. It's just learning how to work with that part of that brain in a way that gets us that outcome. And that's really the piece that that's, we're missing because that survival system is so powerful. Once you go into a panic attack, there's no reasoning with it. That part of the brain is not a reasoning center. And so a lot of people are like, just get over it. You know, you should know better all these things. That part of the brain does not care. It wants, it's receiving signals from the body that we're not safe and off it goes. And so, but to finally be able to have a way to communicate directly and influence that part of the brain quickly is life-changing. Yeah. Very empowering. And I love that you not only work with people to show them how and to work with them and to, you know, rewire the brain to make new neural pathways with them, but you're also giving them the tools so that they know how to do that themselves. Because I think that's the most important thing Yes, is to empower people by giving them the tools and giving them what they need in order to be able to do this on their own because it's it is like you said you can work with the counselor but you don't have the counselor in your pocket with you when right. you leave and exactly when something right. happens you're like i don't know how to deal with this because my right. counselor's not here so right. the fact that you're giving them the tools and saying when you experience this or when this happens yeah do this use this tool you have this at your disposal so i love yes. that you do that for people yes yeah, it's really huge. And I, you know, I'm thinking about the point you made about um, depression and motivation. You know, it's it, it because it's it's a survival state. Depression is it's you. It's very difficult to be in a survival state and and the front of your brain where creativity takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, people really feel bad. Like I, I have no motivation. I have no willpower. I have you know no energy. And and the truth there is is that the brain is very busy during depression, and it's burning through so much of our energy that we don't have left stuff left for other things. And so, really, in those situations, I really like to help the brain work on whatever it's trying to work on whatever is under there that it's, it's working hard to work through, which is usually pain of some sort. Sometimes it's grief pain. Sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's overwhelmed. Sometimes it's everything, shame, um, past traumas, past experiences that were just painful. Um, when we jump in there and help it do the work, it, it can shift people out of this these depressive states so much faster. And I like to trust the brain. If the brain says we need depression to survive, I believe you. I'm not trying to take your depression off. I want to come underneath there and like, why? 
Why do we need to show me what, where the pain is? Why do we need this depression underneath here? And it will take you there every time. And then you just do your work in there and you help the brain process that pain. And the next thing you know, the brain is like, oh, wait, hold up. Those pain signals aren't coming up like this. We could take half of this stuff down. We don't need it, but we still need this. And then I want to know, well, why? Why do you still need this, this less, this, this depression? you know, and then it just, it will keep telling you and you keep resolving those issues. And then the brain will take the depression down itself. It doesn't want to be depressed any more than we do, but if, if that's what it needs to survive, then it absolutely, it's going to. It's sort of like peeling away layers of an onion and, you know, you clear through one layer and then something else emerges like, yeah, this might've been the initial trauma but then as we layer things back more emotions surface and then you have to work through those things too so it is a process but it sounds like you've come up with a very efficient way to quickly help people get to the root of that which is great because i know people go to counseling for years and never resolve their trauma so yes that i did not help people want that yes i did not i was i did not want that i don't want that for me yeah I don't, I don't want to see you for 12 years. No offense. No. <laughs> and yeah, not, not the client, but if I, and I have been, I did not, I wanted to hit this and quit this. I wanted out. I did not want to be, I have children to love. I have adventures to go on. I don't have, I do not want this to be a massive feature in my life. Yes. Okay. I acknowledge I need to do this work, but let's do it. And so that's really what my process is built on. And so that's, and that, which is why I really specialize in helping people do this in two to six months. Um, but I, I have other clients that they, they really need a little bit longer, but I know that there's people that are like, no, for real, let's get it done. (laughs) And so that's really, um, and we can, the brain can do multiple things at once. And, um, and it is about layering, but some people already have been doing so much of their own inner work that it's just some, it's, there needs to be, a, um, we need to heal emotional wounds, but then we need to help the brain help itself to help our like infrastructure, a very beautiful infrastructure where that's built for us, not, um, and which is the subconscious programming, but not built for our parents or not built for our, our sibling or our gender or our, you know, we need this to be, we need our inner world to fit us and to support us. And it doesn't, it, it doesn't always do that. And some parents don't know how to accomplish that. And some people that have parents that are wonderful, they still can't build a subconscious program specifically for that person that has to be done from the inside out, you know, so Yeah, I know there's a lot of people who, um, you know, they spent a lot of time working on their own and they get a lot of things done. But I think that there comes a point sometimes when you can only do so much by yourself because you don't have all of the knowledge and the skill that others have that have been trained to help you. But also sometimes I think we're so close to our own trauma that it's hard for us to be able to get to the root of it and to treat it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's sometimes just too close, but there's other, um, there's other pieces to this, especially with people that have early relationship trauma, like, um, attachment wounding with their parents, um, they will need relationships to heal. And actually there's, there's a lot of research showing that it, that being in relationship with somebody that is regulated and grounded while you're around them will repair your actual, your nerves. 
and the Mylan sheath around them. I, I have not dug into this ton, but there's also, but I have dug into the fact that, that this work really changes how your brain is physically shaped. And so this, we do need people. Yeah. And, um, you know, and recently I've been reviewing clients and, and just like pondering some of the clients that I have that have taken longer to heal and, um, and why they're not, why we're not getting the same results for them as, as I get for the other ones. And some of that is because they have current trauma, right? When you have current trauma going on, if you're losing a loved one, if, if a marriage is ending, the brain really needs to stay focused on that. And it's not really a great time to do post-traumatic stress work or other projects. Um, but the other piece to this that I'm finding is that, that people just don't have a, a function, a well-functioning enough support system where maybe in some of these cases, I'm the only one in their life that, that they have as a support. And, um, and this is, we're just not meant for that, you know, and as awesome as I think I am, I I'm not, that's not, that's we're we're meant for webs of relationships, but when your trauma is, has, has programmed into you that people are not safe, it, that makes it very difficult. And so, um, because you need to be stable enough to do this work. And so sometimes the, the, the real trick is to do this work while building the support system. So, um, and for me, I'm constantly reviewing clients and seeing like the path and creating stuff very um, unique to different situations. But yeah, we we definitely need people. And my I, the other thing that I really have built my program for is I want people to be skilled. I want them to do their own work because nobody's going to put the same amount of time into your healing that you are. And I found that to resolve a disorder and not everybody ha who has anxiety issues has the whole disorder, but to resolve a disorder, it takes about 120 to 300 hours of specific and targeted brain work using these interventions, helping the brain do its work. Um, and um, let me regroup here for a second, because I am not certain why or where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I do, excuse me. That's okay. That happens when you're highly intelligent. That's what I've been told. So I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Let's go awesome. with that excuse. Oh, man, I want to finish that thought. <laughs> oh, give me one second. How many hours it took to rewire that brain? Okay. Yes. Using your, okay. So, um, and so doing that, I, so if you're trained in it, you can do a majority of that work. Uh, I have clients, the ones that want to hit this and quit this, I have them do two hours of this per day, like two minutes here, five minutes there, just watching their, we're, I, I set them on specific tasks that they're looking for, specific brain function. Um, and then, but there's, there's that other component of, I want them to have great skills because I want them to be able to do deep work and I want them to be do, be able to do all the work they can do. And then there's going to be some piece that there it's really great to have a partner with and to have another professional in there and looking at that. And um, I've personally found that very fun. I encourage my clients to go travel and take a, do different interventions and work with different people because you, you just get all these different perspectives, but you're partnering with people. You're not in a place where I need you to, this or I will stay in a disorder. I just I, I I want people to be able to meet their own need and then add on some frosting and some some sprinkles on top. 
really, which is what other people can do for you. Yeah, I love that you have people working with others because I think that you're exactly right. Like you have to have a support system around you. So what would you say to somebody who's maybe out there listening, who knows they need to do work and they know that they need this, but maybe they don't have a, a people around them who are supportive. Maybe the people around them are, you know, yeah, making fun of them for wanting to go That's get right. the work or, you know, because people can be very negative and discouraging. Yeah. Um, and, and even let me, let me just answer that question. Um, the first thing I would say is get a tool, get a, get an intervention like emotional freedom techniques, thought field therapy, energy medicine, or, um, EMDR and EMDR is not a great one to pick up first. It has some really gnarly side effects. So some of these other ones just don't have side effects that we know of and, um, and work really, really quickly. Um, and so I would start with that. And then the deal is, is that you want to find whatever support you can find that fits you, that feels good. And this is where you trust yourself and you listen to yourself. And, but you might try an acupuncturist. You might try, I, I send people because the trauma and, and this stuff, the, the stuck emotion needs to leave the body. Um, it's not, it's not stuff that people need to talk about. It needs to clear from the body. If the, if leaves the body, if it resolves from the body, the rest of the brain usually can, can resolve whatever it needs to do. So I really send people to body workers like, um, uh, acupuncturists, energy medicine, um, professionals, uh, massage therapists, yoga. Um, I have a naturopath I send people to because I want them to do their vitamin and mineral work because they're, we are looking for root causes of these symptoms. And sometimes that really is vitamins and minerals. Um, neurofeedback, like I love lens neurofeedback. I will send people for that. Um, but the thing is, is I send them for these, these specific things, but if they also find the right provider when they're there, they can really build some relationship skills and have some people on their team. And so, um, and that can be a really safe place to get going because there seems to be more structure and there's an ethics community and, um, you know, there's, there's, there's just a lot more safety in there um, than there can be in a natural system. But once your brain can start building a safety program with somebody and have start experiencing safety with somebody, it will take it and it will replicate that in other areas. And so we just want to get that ball rolling and feel good about it. And so, um, but that can be tough because sometimes, you know, gosh, some of my biggest setbacks with clients have been after doctor's appointments with doctors who are not um, educated or supportive of mental health. And so, um, I also know that if that it's, it's, it's a tricky thing and sometimes prepping people to keep looking and keep trying until they can find the people that are really great fits for them. Yeah. I love all the suggestions that you made, but I also love that you talk about finding people that they kind of can, um, I guess I always say your energy lines up with that person, yes. Yes. Uh, especially physicians, because, you know, that is one thing in this past year that I have had to do is like trying to go out and find physicians, you know, and it is amazing how much of a difference it makes if they are condescending, don't yes. have a good bedside manner, 
yes. aren't open to alternative forms of medicine, alternative forms of yeah. treating things. And I think mental health is so super important. And if you have physicians who are just kind of brushing that off and saying, well, mm -hmm. that's not a big deal, that's crucial. That's critical. You need someone who's supporting you in that area too. So, and not to just say, take these drugs, you know, um, because medicine is great and it's wonderful that they have it and it's helpful, but it's so much better to do the work and to go at it, I think in a more natural way than just by throwing drugs at things. So I, I love that you encourage people to find their supportive team through other ways, you know? Yeah, and I think you do, you have to align with the people that you trust with your medical history, you know? Absolutely, and that, yeah, absolutely. I uh, have, it, it's, it's not just with the mental health, it's really can be with any, especially the marginalized groups of people like um, people with struggling with obesity. Um, that, there's usually trauma involved with why that is there. And I think that that's one of the, the problems I've had the most with providers is addressing that stuff insensitively. Or have you ever thought about losing weight? No. Never, yeah, that never crossed my, never mind. Crossed my mind, right? <laughs> and um, just just mishandling that stuff, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm really hoping to see some some big shifts in that. But um, yeah, finding the people that that match really just but the and so touch. I want to touch on the medication piece. Um, I I consider medication support, and some people really will need that to do this work. Um, probably about 10% of the people I work with either come to me already on medication or we have a conversation. I probably have a conversation with about 5% of my clients that they just need extra support to do this inner work. And then once that's built up and there we've resolved symptoms, then their brain says, do I really need this medication? Cause what's it doing here? You know, and then we'll start the process of they'll talk with their doctor and then they'll come down off of that. And medication will usually be still holding some symptoms for them. And so then we work on resolving those symptoms. But, um, but what's been really great is I've had lots of people come to me who are like, if this doesn't work, I'm going to need lots of medication. And so, but they've been able to do this healing work and never need the medication. And it's really when, when our brains can meet its needs, we, when our brains get what they want, we get what we want. And so it really is so valuable to do this work. And it, it, even if you just throw some medication on top, it doesn't mean the brain got to do the healing work it wanted to do. And that's vitally important. I mean, there's, there's, there's studies showing that the more complex childhood trauma you have that's unresolved, the higher your likelihood of you're going to die from one of the big five uglies. And so there's, there is, there's, we're beginning to make a correlation between our emotional wellness and our physical health. And there absolutely is a very, I mean, I, I'm like, I don't need a study. <laughs> I can I demonstrate that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you so much. I do. I agree that so much of that is connected. And, um, and I think that it's great that we, when we can incorporate all of the healing yes. modalities into our world, you know, not just the medical doctors and then the medications yes. that they can prescribe, but also the energetic healing, Absolutely. emotional healing, all of that. I think it all fits together perfectly 
to help others heal um, because that emotional part is huge. That is a huge part of our physical health. Absolutely. And our success in life. It's like the number one indicator of success, emotional intelligence, emotional wellness. You know, it's a, this is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, I want to thank you so much for all the work you're doing and for being here with us today. And I know we probably have some people out there listening who are thinking, this sounds like something that I need or something that I would like to explore more. So if you have, if anyone's out there listening and they want to work with you, because I know you have this eight week program, but I think you also have some free tools too, for people on your website. So how, what is the best way for people to get to that? My website, uh, everything is on my website, my eight week intensive coaching program, the online self-study program, um, access to my email where I actually, I hand out these interventions and you get them on the very first day, the first one. And then two days later, I like, well, what about, would you like to try this intervention? <laughs> because you never know which one somebody's brain's going to like. Right. And, um, and I like people to, I like to equip people with them. And so, um, and in my Facebook group, I even give more. So it's, it's, it's something, all of that's available on my website. Um, you can find my YouTube channel there. You can find, you can find my Facebook page. Um, and so, and that's rachelmcleod.com. And my name is spelled like Rochelle. So um, that's R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-C-C-L-O-U-D.com. And so that's we will have the link to that in the show notes too. So if anyone wants to go to her website or to the YouTube channel, you can just click on the link in the show notes. It'll take you right there. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for being here with us. And one of the things that I always like to ask our guests to leave us with is a little nugget of wisdom that our listeners can take with them for the day. So I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to give us just a little piece of wisdom for the day. I just, I really would, I would really encourage people to heal, just be inspired to heal. Just let that grow, but really get an intervention because really the the intervention using that can really give you not just the inspiration, but like some evidence, like, oh my, hmm. Maybe there's something to this. So that's really my, it's play with the interventions, try different interventions, find the ones that work for you and that you can, that you see some results in and use them a lot. Really. I love that. And I love everything that you're doing to help people heal because I think it's so super important and it really does help people to awaken their inner awesomeness when they're able to let go and heal from all of that trauma. So thank you so much for being here today and for helping others. I appreciate it. Thank you. Glad to be here. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today as well. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with anyone you think might be able to benefit from it. Don't forget that you can follow me on social media. And if you would like to work with me, just go to melissaopen.com. There you'll see all the services I offer. You can join me on Patreon where you'll get to see a video of this interview and you'll get two extra episodes per week. So the link will be in the show notes. Come join us. I'd love to have you there. I hope that you guys are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I'm sending you so much love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.